This episode of Proper English is brought to you by Happy New Year and the idiom A New Broom Sweeps Clean. And I'm Dave. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which, as you know, is called Proper English. English. If you're learning English and you want to know what Hogmanay is, if you get stuck after the first few lines of Old Lang Syne, if you're puzzled by the idea of first footing, then Proper English is just the thing for you. Happy New Year! Feliz Año Nuevo in Spanish. Navavashki Shubkamana in Hindi. Bonane in Haitian Creole. Snovim Godem in Russian. Yay! This week we're trying something a little different. You see, we've been looking at our download statistics for December. Well, I've been looking at them. It's true. He's obsessed. No, I'm not. Oh, you are. You check them every few hours. I cannot deny it. Whatever I'm doing on the laptop, I find myself straying back to our Podbean dashboard to see how we're doing. And do you know what? We're getting downloaded all over the world. From Argentina to Vietnam. From Norway to New Zealand. We have listeners nearly everywhere in the world. This month, our podcasts have been downloaded most by people in the following five countries. In ascending order... At number five, it's the UK. Mm. So I said Happy New Year in English, to start. At number four, it's the United States of America. So I went with Spanish, which is the second most widely spoken language in the States, next to English. At number three, it's India. And because over 350 million people speak Hindi in India, I did my best to say Happy New Year in Hindi. In second place this month is the tiny Caribbean island of Haiti. So I had a go at saying Happy New Year in Haitian Creole. And in the number one slot, top of the downloads for December, is Russia. So I wished all our Russian listeners a Happy New Year. And I hope I didn't make too much of a mess of it. So why are we doing this, Dave? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ali. I suppose it being close to the end of an old year and the beginning of a new year, it's traditionally a time when we take stock. We look back on what we've done and look forward to the future, make plans for the year ahead, that sort of thing. When we started Proper English back in the spring, we didn't really have a plan. We were just responding to a lot of similar questions that we'd had from our talkie students. And we thought, well, I thought it would be fun to give podcasting a try. Yeah, it was your idea. Mm -hmm. Just as it was your idea to teach an italki in the first place. I was resistant initially because I wasn't sure if we could bring anything new to the table. But do you know what? We just chat. And although we have a basic script for each episode... We often go off at a tangent. You do, you mean. True enough. But I nearly always get back on message. Nearly always. (laughs) But just like teaching on italki, I think it's one of the most exciting things we've ever embarked upon. Mm -hmm. I think what you're trying to say is that I was right, Dave. Yeah, I think I am. (laughs) Enjoy it while it lasts. (laughs) Since we started proper English earlier this year... 
We've talked about all sorts of subjects, many different aspects of the English language, from prepositions to intensifiers, from silent vowels and consonants to phrasal verbs. And we've also chatted about the weather and, of course, food. Our favourite subject. Mm -hmm. And we know we've only scratched the surface. We have loads of things we want to talk about in the next year, and we have plans. Mm -hmm. I don't want to reveal too much now, but we are thinking of using video (sighs) at some point in 2020. Video? Yeah. What do you think? Would you like to see us as well as hear us? Let us know. And just to round up this little review, we'd like to say thank you to all our listeners right across the world, wherever you are. Thank you. And we hope you continue to be entertained and perhaps even educated by our rambling chat for as long as we continue to broadcast proper proper English. English. (laughs) Anyway, enough navel-gazing. Let's talk about New Year's Eve, my favourite celebration of the year. A time to be with friends, have a party, dance, break out the champagne, generally have a good time. I prefer Christmas. (laughs) I know, I know. Thinking about it, I reckon I prefer New Year because when I was a kid, it was the only time of year I was allowed to stay up late. At Christmas time, you had to go to bed early and I'm never like that. Scared you're missing something. Always. (laughs) You haven't changed really. You're still a night owl. I prefer to go to bed early. You'd never leave your bed if you could get away with it. True enough. I love my bed. You do. Need a shoe-on to prize you out of bed some mornings. Huh. <laughs> but enough of that. What do you remember about New Year, Ali? It wasn't really a big thing in our family. We used to go to bed early, actually, and my mum and dad would stay up and watch the telly and maybe have a glass of sherry. Rock and roll, eh? I don't know, really, because I was in bed <laughs> at the time. I guess it became more of a thing as we got older. In Sheffield, we used to have some great parties. Oh, yeah. Our friends, Nick and Sarah, used to organise a big do every New Year. A what? A do. It's what us northerners call a party. Ah, I see. Anyway, they used to hire a little theatre and everyone brought food and drink and the band that he used to sing with... Big Shambles. ...would play some songs and then Nick and I would DJ into the early hours. Great fun. the traditions associated with New Year. There are a few that I can think of, most of them Scottish. Oh yeah, the Scots take their New Year seriously. They have the 1st and 2nd of January as national holidays for a start. We English only have New Year's Day. The Scots have a special word for the last day of the year too. Hogmanay. It's a cracking word that. Very old, probably from Norse roots originally. But it's not at all clear. So, traditions. We count down from ten seconds to midnight, then we link arms and sing Old Lang Syne, then we toast everyone with champagne or, or a wee dram of whiskey, then we all hug and give each other a kiss. Hold on, Old Lang Syne? Aha, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we link arms mm-hmm. and we sing Old Lang Syne, which is a traditional Scottish song written by the poet Robbie Burns back in the 18th century. But I guess you're wondering what Old Lang Syne means. Well, I guess the closest translation would be long, long ago. Mm. Or for the sake of old times, perhaps. Mm -hmm. The song itself is all about remembering long-standing friendships, which is nice. Mm. But the thing is, 
hardly anyone knows the words. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we know how it starts. We do. And maybe a couple of lines. Yeah. And then there's a chorus. But there are five verses, for goodness sake. Five verses. Man alive. Oh, there's something else that's traditional for the north of England and Scotland. Uh-huh. First footy. What on earth is that, Dave? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ali. It's a good luck thing. Okay. My mum used to get me to do this when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. The first person to enter the house after midnight should be a young man, which I was at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just an old man now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's not a judgment. <laughs> no. Uh, and this young man should come bearing a gift. In my case, it was a lump of coal. A piece of coal, okay. Yeah. The thing about this tradition was that in order for it to be good luck, I had to be out of the house before midnight and thus the first person to enter the house after midnight. Uh And it's cold out in Sheffield at New Year, I can tell you. Oh, you couldn't just go out after midnight and then come straight back in again? Nope. Against the rules. I had to go outside before the stroke of midnight and then knock on the front door and then come in, half frozen, clutching my lump of coal. Not very lucky for you, though. (laughs) Lucky for the household, though, apparently. Okay. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? This week's idiom is kind of in keeping with the idea of New Year. And it's one that I think is recognised around the world. I guess it's so old and widespread that you could call it a proverb. Anyway, when somebody has just started to work for a company or an organisation and they make a lot of changes as soon as they arrive, we would call them a new broom. I remember an old manager of mine saying that when you start in a new job as a manager, you should change something straight away just to let your staff know you're different to the old manager. A new broom sweeps clean, you see. Mm. Did you know there's a longer version too? No. What's that then? A new broom sweeps clean, but an old broom knows all the corners. Oh, so somebody new will make a lot of changes, Mm -hmm. but there's no substitute for experience. Something like that, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. Please tell everyone you know about us. Your friends, your family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And don't forget to like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. And of course, you can join us on Instagram or Facebook where you can ask us any questions you might have about English grammar. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and all unsigned? For old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne, we'll 
take a cup of kindness yet for the sake of old lang syne. Blimey, there's another four verses of this. <laughs> Happy New Year!